0: Hello and welcome to Your Intention Matters, the podcast. My name is Paul Madot. Uh, I hope everyone's having a great day. I certainly am thrilled to be here with you. Thanks for taking the time to listen. Really in a great mood for a couple reasons. The first is, this is our first podcast. And so, uh, really excited about it. Uh, right, number right, one, right, thank you. Right. And number two, in putting together this podcast and really coming up with the idea and thinking about it, I thought, well, who would be the ideal first guest? And that decision was pretty simple. And I'm thrilled that my two partners, David and Marnell Hibbert, are here. So welcome.
1: Thank you. you. Thanks a lot. Thank you.
0: We're we're happy to be on
1: your first
0: podcast. Yes.
2: Absolutely. In your hometown.
0: Yes. And I was just going to say, it's so great to see both of you live. I mean, I feel like we talk probably... Every other day, right. and sometimes through you know Zoom and so forth. But it's great to have you guys both in town. And you know, it's funny when, when we're doing this podcast and uh, deciding to launch this. For those of you who don't know, it's not the easiest, uh, really, to do. Uh, there's a lot of things required. There's artwork is required. There is titles required, and then of course the name of the podcast and. When we were talking about it, I decided on your intention matters. And Marnell, that really stems from a lot of what we do as a company and what we stand for as an organization. And a big part is, you know, looking back at one of the video clips that we have, you know, in our library of of, uh, content, of course, is you were facilitating uh, one of our training sessions and you were speaking to the audience and you had said that, Well, listen, your intention matters because that's the result that you tend to get. And Chris, that's what we do as an organization. And so I thought, what a perfect title. And uh, I'd love your thoughts on what does that mean to you when I say your intention matters?
2: I love the title. I really do. In fact, I don't know if you recall, but we shot some video today and I said, what's your intention? In other words, if you set your intention at the beginning it usually turns out that that's the result you'll achieve. And Dave, who's sitting right next to me, we used to live in Laguna Beach, California, and during the summertime, it's crazy parking near Main Beach. And Dave would always say, I am going to park right in front of Javier's on Coast Highway the busiest Saturday afternoon that you'd want to be out there, and by golly, What did you do, Dave? We get a spot.
1: You know, it's really funny. I believe when you declare something, as you know, of course, Marnie, you speak about, you tend to get it if it's important to you. As I always say, if the fire is hot enough in you, the answers come and you get what you want. Absolutely. We'd always find a parking place. I used to think, I don't know how I do that. I just create it. You know, it just happens.
2: Well, I I would say it's your intention. You were intentional about it. You said, I'm going to do it. And even if it didn't happen the first time, Paul, this is no kidding, he would look confused, like, what just happened? It, it, it didn't show uh, up. i
0: got to say, I think most people listening have, have, have lost you when you talked about Laguna Beach complaining about the weather. I don't know if there's much sympathy there, guys, really. No,
2: it was a parking place he was looking for. It was amazing, though, and that is why I say intention
1: matters. And So, Barnell, how, how you, listen, pardon me for interrupt you, but how does one declare their intention? How do they do it? How do, how do you how do you know what your intention would be? How do you declare it? How do you... Because people work hard and they put their best out and they don't always get what they want, so to speak, but are they really getting what they want? I mean, you know, how does that work?
2: Well, I think that's a great question, honestly, because I think it's as simple yet as difficult as checking in with yourself and really asking your the question... What is your intention? So, if we make calls like we do at Source Selling 2.0, I always ask my class when I train, What's your intention? Because I want every one of them to make contact because I'm very committed to getting good numbers for my team to win. So, uh, I, I really lay it out for them What's your intention? Who are you going to speak to? Why is that important to you? So it really locks down in their head.
0: Well, that's pretty much why I thought about the title. It plays exactly into our work. And knowing that the intention of this podcast is really the, it's a podcast for salespeople by salespeople. And as we were talking about before we just got started here, in terms of, How does this really tie into a salesperson's mentality is that we do a lot of work with a wide range of salespeople, of course, as we know, and it's not uncommon for us to engage with some sales professionals who are a little less tenured, May call it five years and under and so forth, and they get connected with a senior person and they see 15, 20-plus years behind them. They don't have to do all of the work that maybe a younger salesperson has to put in because, well, they don't have to, but the, the junior person doesn't see what it took and maybe all the hurdles they had to overcome. In the beginning. In the beginning, right? All they see is maybe the finished product or current state, but they didn't see what it took to cut their teeth. And so thinking about our business here, I mean, Dave and you started this organization 28, 28 years ago. I mean, it wasn't anywhere near what it is today. No, And so if you're open to it, I'd love for you to – you know, anything pop out at you in terms of well, a hurdle that we had to overcome even before I came on board as right. that because twenty eight years is a pretty long time. I can't imagine it was all just smooth sailing from day one.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'll speak on that. It's a great observation, Paul. We were both in commercial brokerage, you know, in in, in selling buildings. And you know, I'm not as big a risk taker, I think, as Marnell is, and I work hard and get things done because I want nice stuff and all that. But Marnell is the one who will make a declaration. So she'll make a declaration, which is saying, this is what I intend to create. And she doesn't look at things from the space of, well, how, how do you do that? How do I do that? How, how does it get done? I used to always look at things like, well, yeah, I got it, but how are we going to do that? And Marnell doesn't put how do you do that in the equation. She just lays out a very powerful intention. And I know it sounds a, a bit kind of crazy, but but- You know, she believes the universe, whatever that means to someone, delivers the answers. And so she put out the intention that we were going to be in the training business. That was kind of where we should be and created it. And so she called people and they came and this happened and that happened. And next thing you know, here we are 28 years later in a great business, all because of intention.
2: Well, I appreciate that. You know, it's interesting, Paul, that it wasn't easy to start. I had no idea what to do. I had never, I don't even think other than the company I was with at Commercial Real Estate put us through some training, but it was more product knowledge training versus sales training and sales development. I did not know. I knew Dave taught me, and I knew how good it was, and I thought it needed to be in the world. But I went to meeting planners. How, how do you get booked for someone to hire you? And they said, I don't know. And I thought, how could you not know? And then I went to agencies that book speakers. And, well, you have to have experience. You have to do it. And I thought, okay, that's not working. And then I did. And one day, I just was constantly in the question, how do we get this launched? How do we get this launched? No matter how many no's, I don't know, and so on, it didn't deter me from staying focused on how do we get this launched. And then I realized Dave was speaking at a conference. And so I called people I knew and I said, would you be open to spending one hour watching Dave speak and see if you think it might be relative to your business and just give me feedback. Would you be open to that? And they said, sure. And what happened was they stayed all day and they said, this is the most powerful stuff I had ever seen. And that launched the business. But the one thing I want to say is that I did not let Knows deter me. I did not. I was constantly intentional about somewhere the answers are there, and, and I you kept really didn't looking. know
0: how you didn't. I have, did no. not you didn't
2: know, know how.
0: how. <laughs> no, maybe that's the best no, part. Maybe right? I. Don't, so right. I'm curious about something. Let me ask you this. I mean, the two of you know my background in terms of spending a decade at Xerox, and very similar. I, I kind of fell into it. I didn't wake up and, and nor really know anything about the organization. I was out of work and needed a job, and so you, you kind of take a leap of faith a little bit. And in that first year, probably mentally quit half a dozen times, mm. 100% commission, and as Dave, you and I talk about, yeah. you know, there's no net, so it doesn't really matter if there was a base or not, but mm-hmm. you know, mentally quit half a dozen times. And I'm, I'm curious, even in your starting the company the first year, any moments that you recall where you're thinking, okay, I mean, you know, this is it, and we've got to do something else? I can answer that
1: <laughs> and tell you that, uh, <laughs> For me, there were none. None? Not one. Not one time did I ever think, we should go back to brokerage, or it never even dawned on me. I just knew we were going forward, you know. And I didn't have the same kind of probably intentionality that Marnell has, but I never thought about it. I just knew we were going to do it.
2: Okay, I remember one year; it was a really tough year. I, no, I knew you have one, Marnell,
1: and you had one on me. Yes, and
2: you and I'll tell you why. Because people would hire us. To teach sales because we we're really good at. It. But what we realized honestly was leaders needed the help. They were not running the company, so the company really was like an orchestra, you know, singing an amazing song. There was a lot of infighting or. Dissension or groups not supporting each other, so it made it difficult for salespeople. It made it difficult for a I mean, lot get, of groups. to the
1: point. I never. You, <laughs> you, and
2: I were so focused on leadership. We wouldn't. We would not get off that bent. And I'll never forget. I went into your office, and you said, "I can't take it. I think we should open a yogurt store."
1: I never said that. <laughs> Let me interrupt and say this. This. Podcast just went into fake news. This is not true. I never opened a yogurt
0: store. I never said that. No, okay. All right. So now you know by Maybe now. it was an ice cream parlor instead, dude. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Actually, I thought you said we should work at a yogurt now store.
1: Now that
0: might have happened. Yeah. But anyway.
1: But no, oh, I, I you know, we I really think of us as intention machines, both of us. We really believe that we can Create things, you know. And by the way, I'm kind of interrupt myself right now. I have a question for both of you.
2: Sure,
1: I'm curious because uh, this is such a fascinating topic. I often ask people, "What do you want? You know, what are you up to? What's your what's your vision, and so on?" Right. And most people say, "Well, I'm not sure." They'll come up with maybe something, but they'll say, "Trouble is, you know, I've got to do this. I have to do that. I don't know quite how to get started." So I'm wondering if the concept of how to do a thing. Is in the way of people's dreams, because does that mean their dream isn't hot enough for them to go mm. forward, and the how of doing it is beating them? What do you guys think of that?
0: Well, I think you're you're probably onto something. I mean, it, it really boils down to how clear in terms of what what you're looking for and what you're fighting for. So
1: the how part is the how part is your fire. Well, I the guess, how right? part
0: you kind of figure it out, but the why part comes first, yeah. right? I mean, as as I think we know this is that right. if you don't know why you're doing it then figuring out how to do it doesn't really matter because you're not doing much. If I think about, you know, you asked me the question or the, or the general question, yeah. you know, I'm pretty dialed in on, on what's, what I'm fighting for. And, you know, it's a broad answer, but it's, you know, it's obviously my wife and my kids, but in particular is to make sure that if my wife ever decides to go back to work and not be a stay-at-home mom, it's because she chooses to, and it's not because she has to. And so that's right. probably a big motivator Right. For me, right there, but and then the byproduct of how to do it, you just you, you get maniacal on it and you figure it out,
2: right? But when we started, I did not know the how at all, and I was very frustrated because I kept running into nose, or it wasn't even supportive. I didn't get anyone that says, "God, great idea, I'll keep going." Nothing, but I really believed that who Dave was in teaching was so profoundly impactful to my life that I wanted to share that. I really felt that it was important to get it there.
1: You know, it's interesting. As we do this little podcast and reach out to all of you out there, whoever's listening, we are about, as an organization, we decided to become a franchise organization. We're going to franchise this business for anyone who wants to be in the world that we're in. And wants to? They love training. They love teaching. They love selling. They love making a difference in people's lives. And so this is a big leap. And so we're about to do this. And do we know how? We don't know how. how. <laughs> don't know how. And, and Paul, you're in on
0: this. We're all part of this. Three, none of the three of us know how, really. None
1: of us know how. And we, But we have declared we're going to do it. And I have... Zero doubt that it will be done and done well, and we will attract powerful people into the organization and change their life. And it's gonna—it's interesting. Did you say
2: zero doubt that it will be done, or zero doubt that it won't be done? Because I'm no—I said it will be done. It will be done. Okay, let's just so this is a really important. Ladies and gentlemen, here they go. this, This is a really important distinction. Your words matter, absolutely. So when you think about what you're intentional about, be very clear that you speak or be mindful when you speak of it that you don't use words like, I'm going to try to do this. Or I want
1: to. It
2: would be good if we did. Be very positive. We will do this. It's an affirmative statement. Or
1: I. Right.
2: I will do this. But you know what's interesting? If I can share one more thing. I know that sales has been my life, and I love it. I think it's a profession that's allowed me so much. I mean, I'm honored to be in the selling profession, and I look at it like that. But what is really interesting, I've used the intention mindset in personal life, and it has absolutely given me so much return. We have found amazing properties on the ocean. I mean, we've done things that if you ask someone, they would think maybe it's impossible. But with that intentionality and being mindful of what it was that we wanted— we were able to create it. So I want to give you hope that with a intention, strong intention and clarity of that intention, it's possible in any domain of your life. All right,
1: so here's my question for, yes. you, for you and Paul, and you can both yes. weigh in. I'll be the one that puts this catalyst out there. So if we were to give someone who's listening, because everyone has a deep dream somewhere, they want things in their life, and everyone wants a better life, I think. So if you were to say to them, here are three starting points to ignite your intention, I guess if we put it that way, what would they be? What would you guys come up with? Just three things. If they do these three things, this is how you get started on the path of getting what you want. What would you say? Go
2: ahead, Okay. Well, I'm going to chime in on what you said, Paul, and it's your why. What's the fire? Why? And so my why for starting the company was I really felt like I learned so much, and I became even better than I thought I was, which was amazing. So that was the first one, the why.
1: Hold on. So let me me make sure. So the first thing is a person would say, what, this is what I want to do? Or they're saying- What's important to me is, or what, Paul, how do well, you Well, it's, it's
0: why you want to do it. Right. And so what's the motivation? Yeah, but I don't know what I
1: want to do yet, so what do I, is Okay, the why that, come before that or what?
2: No, either one, but okay. I just jumped on Paul's because I thought it was a great one. But the first one really should be, what's your intention? So what is it that you want to have happen? So okay. what does that look like? Is it a house that you want to live in? Is it taking four weeks vacation? To Paul's point, he wants his wife Having the opportunity to stay home, not you now choosing to go to work, want, totally, you're supportive totally of that, but yeah. not that she has to go to work. So you are the provider that provides your children everything they need and your wife to stay home. That's what she's intentional yeah. about.
0: Well, number two, expanding beyond the why comes to mind is once you figure it out, you've got to determine, well, what, what are your differentiators? Why would somebody look at what you're up to and figure out, well, what's exclusive to you? What is best in class? And ultimately, you know, what sets you apart from everybody else that could be in that space? That's
1: really interesting. You come up with that because here you have the why now differentiators, meaning, and the companies that differentiate a lot would be the car industry, the automotive industry that, you know, everybody's trying to cars that self-park and now self-drive, and everybody's coming up with something. The entertainment world, all entertainers are trying to differentiate and do something different. Look at uh, Lady Gaga and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. So differentiating is really a good one, Paul. I think that's it. So let's call that number two, you guys. You're saying number one is the why. Number two is find out your differentiator. What's well, the big third one? Well,
2: well, actually, we missed the one I talked about. It's what is it? What is it that you want to be intentional about? That and why, and
1: why is it important? Yes. I wrap those so together. what? Yeah. Well,
2: I think it's very separate. Okay. So I think so. Don't wrap one, those together. Uh, number yes. one is really: <laughs> what is your intention? Is your intention to have children? Is your intention to be number one in your you know uh, with all the salespeople? Is your intention to win the sales contest? Is your intention to get married? Is your intention to have a house on the beach? What is your intention? And then why? Okay, but I want to
1: add my little two cents on that because you (laughs) just made me think. Okay. This is what I was trained in and someone told me. Because when you say to someone like me, what is your intention? And I might say, well, this is my intention. But then my subconscious is saying, yeah, but, you know, how am I going to do that? So the thought was, what is your intention in the face of no evidence of how to do it,
2: so you have conversations that it's not possible because it doesn't seem real to you. Is that right?
1: Yeah, because you think, well, how am I supposed to do that?
2: Okay, I, I get that. I'm totally there with you. But then I'm going to go to Paul's side, and I'm going to say, "If your why is I big think, enough, is yeah. your why is so big?" that I think you're going to mask those conversations and, and ignore them. But if it works for you, David, if you're saying that my intention is there, but then I'm hearing this voice saying, yeah, but how are you going to do this? I think that is a test, I really do, on how solid your intention yeah, is. Yeah, I love it. Love that. That's that is a test, so and my, don't fail the test. So if someone
1: <laughs> says, my intention— I'm going to declare that I'm going, and I don't smoke, but I'm going to declare that I'm going to quit smoking. Right. And then I, my subconscious would say, well, how am I supposed to do that though? And then the why comes in and says, well, you can do it because you want to be alive for your family or yes. whatever.
2: Yes. So yes. the why
1: becomes your power source, right? right? Okay. Right. All right, got it. So what's the third big one, third thing that someone would? We'll do we got the okay. how? I mean, what you want, the why, and your differentiator? I know, that.
2: I know what Paul said about differentiators, but you know what I really think is just brilliant, really, are having people around you that support your intention, your so, network. Yeah, have people around you right. that are absolutely cheerleaders to that. Is that number three? I would say that because you really want someone to believe in what you're up to, even if it looks impossible, sounds impossible. Because they support your if you get that self talk, but the self talk. But the other thing is, do not hang around with dream stealers, mm-hmm. because dream stealers will tell you all day long what you said, you David. Yeah. yeah, that's impossible. How are you going to do that? You'll, you're not qualified to do that.
0: So really, David out, we're talking about what it is that's driving you, why. You have the motivation, what matters, and then the network around you, your cocoon, your nest, those that can support you to help you continue to experience what you want.
2: Right? Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Well done.
0: So tell me, what, what are you both doing in town? We're here to, to visit
1: uh, one of our great partners, which is Paul, who's doing this podcast. So we're, we're here going to visit to Paul a, his family. Which we're we're going to about. an
2: amazing golf tournament tomorrow, which is a wonderful charitable event that, Paul, I know you started... It's just amazing to raise money mm-hmm. in honor.
0: Thank you, yeah. Thank you. But in now, honor, but now yes. outside of my tournament, I know you both had options. <laughs> we what? had we had an option
1: to any regrets? Uh, right, no regrets. No. We had an option to we were called to go to the south of France for a three four hundred foot yacht off the coast of uh, Monaco to uh, sail for five days. As a guest, and we turned that down to come and visit Paul.
2: And we, no, but we turned it down to visit
1: a good friend and business partner, Paul, and his family. And uh, we're then going to go up to Michigan and visit some other friends and be in joy of that. And that's the right decision for us.
2: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. You know, our intention really is to be able to really support others as well. And was it tempting just? I was attempting the south of France on this new 400-foot yacht. I said, oh, my God. And I said, oh, they have a captain. I thought, no, they have a crew.
0: Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I have to admit, I, I, I might have gone.
2: <laughs> you know, but it is so important to us right now. We're we're excited. And, you know, I, I would imagine we'll get invited Maybe again, but if not, it's okay. It's really good. Well, I have to say, I'm thrilled you're
0: both here. Yes. Uh, Really great to see both of you. It's been a pleasure to have you back in town. Looking forward to a great day tomorrow. We'll raise some money. Hopefully, the uh, weather gods are on our side and allow us to to get through all 18, and then away we go.
1: I love it. So
0: listen, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks uh, both for being here today, really. To everybody listening, thanks for joining us on our first uh, and hopefully one of... Many. A thousand plus yes. podcasts as we move forward. See,
2: that's an intention statement. Exactly. Yeah, I love and, it.
0: And uh, please consider following us online. We're at Source Selling and com. Thanks again for being here. Remember, your intention matters because that's the result you will tend to get. We're out of here and uh, we'll see you next week.